Hey listeners, welcome back to Topics with Tim, Next Level Health. This is my series called Gym Junkies, part one of my conversation with Alan. If you do not know Alan, I would highly recommend scrolling back to some podcasts I did back in mid-February, and I did a full-on Gym Junkies podcast with Alan. We, I interviewed him from basically birth to now all the ebbs and flows of his life and fitness growing up without a dad, his high school football experiences, college, and where he's at in his fitness up until that point when we did our pod back in mid-February. So I'd highly recommend going back and listening to that if you want to learn more about Alan. As far as this specific podcast section, we're going to be mainly breaking down an Athlean-X program that Alan just completed called the Athlean-X Zero program. This program is essentially designed to have no equipment whatsoever. It's basically became a bestseller during the whole lockdown because people didn't have access to gyms or equipment and equipment prices went absolutely off the chains as well. So he did this program. It's a four week program and he just gives us all the dirty details, the different exercises he did, the the workout splits, the times, the protocols, a total body, just everything he liked about it, didn't like about it. He's going to break it all down for us in this podcast. He'll also give us a little update just about himself and where he's at in terms of weight and muscle mass and how he's eating and and doing. So uh, this is a great podcast. So enjoy. Hey, listeners, welcome back to Topics with Tim. Thank you for joining me. We are back again with Gym Junkies, and I have a guest on who has been on previously with me, and we did a Gym Junkies podcast. Alan, Alan, thank you for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. I would love to hear about you know how your day is going, what you've been up to recently, and then of course we'll get into our you know gym junkies material that we have planned for the day. Which I guess just to give you guys a quick synopsis, we're going to be talking about a lot of athlete X programs today. We're going to be talking about the pros and cons, the things that because Alan just finished a recent athlete yeah, program. Yeah, we'll also go into his nutrition. We'll go into where he's at currently, and he has some other stuff to share about mind muscle connection and, and some other things going on. So lots of awesome content for this one. So, Alan, just, yeah, tell us about your day today. How's, how's it going? Day's been great. It's been relaxing. Just worked uh, pretty much the whole time. Um, had my sit-stand desk, kind of what we yep, talked yep. about. So I got a good flux of just kind of standing and sitting around. It's been good. Um, haven't worked out yet, so it's going to come after this uh, pod that we do Ooh, here. Okay. Um, it's it's uh, another athlean program, so um, it's, it's a fun one. It's a doozy. Are but... you starting NX2 today? Uh, so I, so what I did, I'll be honest here is, um, I, my first program that I ever started with, with Athlean X was, uh, AX2. So it's like, AX2. they're not their, not their beginner one, but it's like the, the next step kind of deal. And, um, I, I made it, it's Can a three month program. What made you choose that one in the first place? I took his, uh, test that kind of just said, you know, how many push ups can you do? Pull ups can you do? Um, how long you've been lifting? Um, and so since I wasn't completely beginner stage, it recommended to start doing this one and i and i feel like it was actually a really good judge um it's just what had happened is it's a three-month program um i started it up and then um it was everything i could do from home so i didn't have to really worry about the gym shutting down but i reached a particular week that was just a beast and it was i couldn't even get past the first day wasn't even close um and i just said i'm i'm done so i'm just gonna do my own thing and and it was just it was completely demoralizing i was just like what's what's the point this is day one of this um week like 
how's the rest of it going to go? It's just going to be me doing two or three reps and what's the point. So um, let's go back to, you know, the program that I designed for myself or a new program that I'm going to design for myself and so you were have not, it work well. not happy with AX2 at the beginning. Right? I wasn't. Yeah. Week and two, then, you were like, this, nah, this is not happening. It's just, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it was, it's the beginning of the third month. So I like, I was eight, I was, it's week eight of 12 weeks and I, I just didn't want to finish it because I just felt like I wasn't like, what's the point? Um, so yeah. I, I wasn't very happy with it and I already had my own gripes, which we can probably talk about a little bit later well, yeah. on that program. And, um, so I, I like, I really like Jeff as kind of, you know, showing all the different tips and tricks and things mm-hmm. to be mindful of. But that first experience with the program, I didn't care for it. Do you think maybe if you would have done NX one to start, you think maybe that would have been better? Even though I did recommend NX2 for you. Or AX2, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, NX. I don't know where I'm getting the NX from. I, I think actually he does have NX programs because I think that's what you're supposed to do after you do AX1 and AX2 is your, um, it's his next program. And I think he has like a sense. firefighter version or like a special tactics one. Uh, there's another one I'm actually kind of interested that's more um, athletic slash hypertrophy training. I think mm. that's where it comes from. But I don't think so. I, and honestly, I might have even dropped out sooner or I might have just stopped AX1 back quickly because it's it would have been going back to the beginning and I, I I've been lifting for a lot of years most of it has been consistent so I think if I it would have been just like do a bench press because the first week is actually um, kind of almost like your bridge like hey this is what you did in ax1 on your final week and, and we're going to just remind you of what that is if you've taken if you're going straight into this program or maybe you've taken three months off we're gonna we're gonna build you right back into it and that first week i was bored because uh, it, was, it was just very rudimentary very straightforward just do lateral raises do do bench press do nothing really unique or super crazy mm-hmm. so the next couple weeks got a little bit more interesting but i was just like I eventually got to the point where it was just miserable um, for that mm. program. Um, and was that one mainly body weight, or was that a lot of compound? Nope, a lot of compound movements. Um, it's all, like, hypertrophy-based. And you were um, doing this not in the gym, correct? Were you, weren't you doing this at home? Primarily, yeah, because I have a good setup at home. Um, even though I'm in an apartment, I have um, pretty much everything that you need. I'm actually slowly getting more, which we can probably nice. talk about uh, right. you know, towards Build the end the here, gym? where we're going. Uh, I am. I have to use your house to do some filming, you know. Yeah, and really I'll be right around the corner as well, too. So. <laughs> You're moving? Yeah, yeah. So, where? Uh, back to oh. the old house. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. When you guys are, ooh, yeah. all right, all right. You might see some next level health videos coming from ah, Alan's nice. garage. Yeah, no, that'll be good. But yeah, no, it's I got adjustable kettlebells, adjustable uh, dumbbells. I have an elliptical. Um, I have some of those cheap Amazon mats that I'm quickly finding out are, are really not oh, worth maybe. it anymore. But <laughs> um, you know, and I have bands. So literally everything I can, I wanted to do at AX2, I, I could totally do, and had no excuse. If I wanted to go to the gym, I could also do it. But there really was no pros and cons because i can lift kind of the a good amount of weight and be challenged no matter what but I how do you doing. do though i know you have a lot of equipment but how do you do like squats for example right if you don't have a squat rack you get or... a little more creative um and kind of do more of goblet squats um or mm-hmm. you can um do kind of more putting them on your shoulders um mm-hmm. it's a lot more uncomfortable but you do run into that challenge um and so, like so. you can only progress so much weight wise right because you, your kettlebells maybe go up to what 50 60 they go only up or to you, 40 you, know, you could probably squat i mean maybe 200 i mean I don't, you're a big guy like, I, the, a lot. I, I think the highest numbers i ever got was 
250 ish or something for a yeah. one rep max. But again, that was probably like one of my more stronger days. Um, but also again, all the programs I'm doing, they're 12 reps like minimum. So I'm not really going to need to squat a whole lot, especially when you're talking about maybe only a 30 second recovery time. Cause mm. that I do feel like the experience though, squatting, with dumbbells, you know, only going with, only being able to go up to a certain weight versus being in the gym and, and being at the squat rack, being with the bar. Yeah. I feel like it is a different experience to where maybe you would have enjoyed it more it had is. you been doing it at a gym as opposed to it is. And, and and you know that maybe that could have been kind of a little bit of a contributor because also too like as you know, I'm going to stereotype us guys. We want to lift as much weight as possible, right? Yeah. And and you're at a mechanical advantage if you're lifting with the barbell, but not so much yeah. with the dumbbell. So um, it was just, yeah. I, I think you know, I'm getting back into it, and I, I think I have more appreciation for the program. But um, it, it's still not my favorite. But I'm going to get it done this time. So that's you're the gonna part. do it. Okay. Do okay. It. So let's talk about the program you did finish. Yeah. Which you made it through. Yeah. And that is the Athlean X Zero program. Yeah. Which I personally will probably buy eventually only because I envision that in the future I'll, you know, there's a job I, I like, I hope I can get back that mm-hmm. I used to travel for. And if I do any other traveling, you know, I'd like to be able to know that I have something in my back pocket where if I'm away for a few weeks somewhere that I can still do something even if there's no gym available available to me because yep. for me it's a necessity for me to be exercising consistently not only for my mental health but for just my shoulders and different things that i know basically like turn really bad if i don't work out consistently yep. so i think that's why i would buy it just so as like a hey i'm i'm in maybe another country for two weeks i have to work out still here's a program i can do but that's why i would get it but trying to do all the body weight stuff just for fun. I don't yeah. Know. I, don't know if I would do it. It's different definitions of fun for sure. But to be honest, Tim, that's exactly why I got the program is, um, as you know, here in California, we're still kind of under COVID. Um, but I got this program back in December of 2020. And so there was some plans for me to go ahead and start traveling. And because we hadn't been traveling for eight months, it was back to back to back to back. And since we're still under COVID protocol, all the gyms are shut down. Even the hotel gyms are shut down. What am I going to do when I'm traveling for six to eight weeks in a row? It's all, it's right after Thanksgiving. It's right in the middle of, you know, New Year's and all, and Christmas, all those holidays where people typically gain weight. And it was something that I didn't want to do. Um, and so I said, you know what, let's, let's buy this program. And, um, you know, he talks a lot about it on his channel. He's really pushing it. And I think it helped a lot of people out, especially during all this COVID pandemic. Um, it's because people didn't have access to, to the gym and people had, I mean, we've seen all the fails of people getting whipped by a resistance band and I'm guilty Mm. of that as well. It really sucks but this program kind of set it up to where I had no excuse and I was traveling all by myself where I was usually I travel on a team so I wasn't tempted with going out for dinners going out for drinks like I mm. and I was gone for five days every week back to back to back and the current plan was actually for me to be um, six weeks out and this is a six-week program and I was like all right this is kind of perfect right like mm. I have to get this program. It's meant to be. be. Um, So what I decided was let's go ahead and and bite the bullet and let's go ahead and and get the program. Um, I think it's a little bit cheaper since it's only um, a six-week program. 
as opposed oh, oh, to normal only, oh, stuff. Oh, sorry, I didn't, really, I didn't catch that. It's only six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I might actually do it then if it's only six weeks. That's not so bad. It goes by. <laughs> and like I said, it's 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 challenging, and surprisingly, you'll have fun with it, possibly, maybe. Possibly? Oh, I boy. had fun with it. So it's, it's interesting. So, like, one of my common complaints about AX2 that I really didn't care for, it was just, it was so much variability. And I think you experienced that in one of your yeah. programs as well. It's, I mean, it's, it's really hard to know you're actually, like, challenging yourself uh, as opposed to thinking you're challenging yourself if you don't have something measurable. And so if you're doing, mm. you know, different exercises and different types of combinations every day, every week, it's really hard to know for sure that you actually are pushing yourself. You may think mm. you are, but if you go back, you know, after doing that for maybe three months and you try to max rep something, who knows, you might actually end up getting weaker, even though you've been sore almost the whole time. So that was kind of my common complaint. And, and he really structures this one really well. So what you do, it's, it's your first week, you do a strength workout, which is very much um, kind of a normal you do a bunch of chest exercises, tricep exercises, back and bicep and legs and shoulders, and Wait. that's all one day. Oh, okay. I was going to say, so it's total body. It's total body pretty much every day. And so... Um, five days? Five days. Five, total body, five days. Yeah. What was the average length of workout? Uh, honestly, everything, if you don't count the abs, because I'm, I'm trying to be pretty religious about doing the abs every day, um, yeah, about 30, 35 minutes. Okay. So, okay, so you crank them out. That's doable. Okay. Yeah. And um, he structures it in a really good way. So like your strength workout your, of the first day of the week is, you know, you do all these chest exercises, which is obviously a whole bunch of push-ups, and same mm. with the, tr the triceps. Um, and then biceps and back, he, I think he gets really creative because you have to imagine doing no equipment with that. So no okay. chairs, so no give us pull up bars. Of, of some of those exercises. Um, so uh, one of the most common ones, which I I was so confused by, um, because I while I was doing them, I thought it was the easiest thing in the world. And then the next day I would wake up insanely sore from that one back exercise it's called a back widow. So just imagine yourself uh, laying um, with your back on the ground, knees kind of just bent. And then um, you have your elbows, not necessarily to your side, but more of kind of at a 45 degree mm -hmm. angle. And then you really just focus on pushing through your elbows and squeezing your lats doing that. And what you, what I had to really try to are make you myself do. squeezing your lats when you're doing that? Or are you more squeezing like your upper like traps and, and like mid scaps and stuff? You're, that's, that's the whole mind muscle connection is really focusing on squeezing the lats. Cause that's what he would describe. And what hmm. you even have to be really hard that I caught myself doing if I wasn't saying, okay, like push through your elbows, push through your elbows is you, you'd engage your core. And you'd almost lift yourself up as you're pushing. So you had to really focus on every rep, just squeezing the particular muscle that you were trying to work, um, or else you'd start to compensate. Yeah, with your with maybe some rear delt action, or maybe with your traps. And that's something that when it's a back focused exercise for what he's trying to get you to do, he he doesn't want you to do that. And it's the same thing that I, I learned. I, I thought the back widow was more was more for the upper traps, rear delts. In scap, I didn't realize it was actually for the lats. So he has something. Or maybe he. I mean, maybe the way you sort of perform it, you can, or the way you choose to fire different muscles. It could be because he also has something that when you get to the shoulder part of that day, it's uh, a common exercise. He, I think he calls it the Iron Cross, and it's almost the exact same position. The only difference is that instead of your arms being bent and your elbows making contact with the ground and pushing through your elbows, you actually have your forearms on 
and I think you have your thumbs up into the air and you have to push with like almost the back of your fist and that actually is supposed to fire more of your shoulders which I could see understand it more about that rear delt but I, I'm kind of surprised if, if, if he really wants you to get your, your traps involved on that type of exercise mm -hmm. but it's the same exact position you're just pushing through at a different mind muscle connection almost I mean yes you have your hands kind of actually on the ground whereas one exercise you don't but you're you're trying to focus pushing from a completely different area so it's it's weird um, and that's the thing I would do so everything you do is pretty much to failure <laughs> so if you're gonna do 50 push-ups so it would say basically back widows to failure would it give you three yeah. sets of that kind of thing like yeah go to a different exercise come back to that one again fail again at it go away from it come back to it fail again at it no so more it's like you do all your chest stuff and then once your your chest is fried and you've done your three uh sets uh, of everything then you'll move on to your back exercises your bicep exercises and then you'll move on to your legs so you pretty much will fry your chest mm. then you'll fry your triceps then you'll fry your biceps you'll fry your back fry your legs you fry your shoulders and then that's your exercise for the day so no equipment with biceps yeah right I'm trying to imagine how to do that. So, I'm, I mean, I'm always repping those dumbbells or. Yep. Like there's only so much you oh, can do man, besides yeah. curls, right? Yeah. What, what, what do you do? So <laughs> he got, like I said, he's super creative. And, and again, I would only recommend these types of exercises if you got nothing going on, right? Like if you have a dumbbell, like by all means, curl a dumbbell, you're probably going to get better gains that way. Um, but if you got absolutely nothing, find a way and uh what he does is he has you um go into like the imagine a door jam and you're just going to go ahead and grab that door mm -hmm. and then you curl your body and you just again really focus on pinching so that, that way you have a good grip and you don't fall and you know get a head injury but you really are pinching that door jam and then you're really focusing on don't pull with your with your rear delt don't pull with your traps pull straight with the mind muscle connection like right into your biceps and you you'll feel it almost instantly if you're doing it right and you're just like okay this is a new version of a curl even in the last week mm. imagine yourself kind of laying down and, and kind of almost like a, a child's pose i think kind of on your side kind of almost like in a fetal position that's what i'm trying to say so a fetal okay. position and you grab the back of your knee and then again, without using your knees or your legs or without using your traps, pull straight into the bicep and you're like curling. It's the weirdest exercise. And he, he admits it in his little two, you know, two minute video. He's going to be like, I know you're not going to want to do this in public. It looks super weird, but just go ahead and do it. And it was tough, but you had to hold yourself accountable with every rep you were doing because it was so easy to cheat and use different muscles if you really wanted to. So you had to really force yourself to do a good job. Wow, I'm a little mind blown right now. Yeah, I'm kind of. It's kind of cool. It is. It gives, I feel like it gives me hope that even if I'm somewhere where I have no access to equipment or gym, I can still actually target every muscle that I want to target and light it up in some way. Yeah, which is cool because that's like exciting for me knowing. Okay, I don't have to just completely lose all my gains if I go on vacation for two weeks or a month or something. Exactly. And your and your biceps and your back, because again, it's a lot of pulling motion. So you have to find a way to like pull yourself. And again, a lot of the stuff that he does, like it works. But again, if you have access to resistance bands or dumbbells, like by all means, you're probably going to get a better workout there. But you're going to failure. So like even if you can do 40 of these, 50 of these, 60 of these, cool. You're going to end up doing 
40 or 50 or 60 or 80 if you're that strong i never oh, i never went I that feel high like you must be mentally very strong because I, I think so after 10 reps of something at the gym i'm just i don't want to do this anymore no yeah so to imagine doing it 60 reps of something so and that was one you of keep the yourself it, it's going? i i'm i'm just tough as nails like that like i don't mind lifting a light amount of weight but I'll go until like the lactic acid is just there and you're just pretty much at that stage of just collapsing. And that's, that's the hardest part is your legs are naturally pretty strong. Right. So oh imagine gosh. if he, if How imagine if he, did you have to do endless, endless, it was oh, endless man. time. Um, <laughs> but like it, so he, he implements something within like, I think the second or third week called zero rest protocol. And so, as we all know, like once you're done with the set, you really want to take, you know, 30 seconds minimum, but most people are wanting to take like 60 to 90 seconds to recoup. He wants you to take 10 seconds, 15 seconds, whatever it takes for you to catch your breath and then go back in to just knock out like whatever your target is. um, Do that. So that's the thing. So like if you're just going to do a regular old push up and let's say you hammer out 15 push ups. And then you, you fall down, you know, face to the floor. Okay, cool. Like take a deep breath, you know, relax everything. Um, but the moment you feel like, you know, you've caught your breath, go ahead and do it and try to get another 15. And if you get 12, if you get eight, like then you get 12 or eight. Um, you know, maybe if you're, if you think you feel okay and you only hammer out three, but the previous set you did 15, you know, you probably want to take a little bit more of a breather, let your Mm -hmm. muscle kind of recuperate um but it's very much a a hypertrophy like conditioning type of workout all six weeks wow yeah okay so you did it you had a strength day yeah then a day off no no come on day off uh no no so he he does (laughs) (laughs) he does what's called a burst workout so he he does you do two strength workouts and two burst workouts and it'll go strength burst uh rest day strength or sorry burst strength and then a challenge so that's your five days that you're kind of you're gonna do so your burst is is basically like whatever bad word you've ever learned in your entire life you will say during these workouts it's it's extremely intense never any rest um when you get to weeks four even so like halfway through the program it's gonna his workout routine is workout for 18 minutes straight like no rest whatsoever so yeah (laughs) and burst workouts are what kind of exercises are involved with the burst a lot of conditioning type of stuff so maybe it'll be like oh you're just gonna um do knees to chest for whatever it is or um maybe you're gonna go run up and down stairs um it's it's it's, almost more like kind of cardio you'd say very much so yeah yeah so that's kind of their his strength day cardio day rest exactly and like sometimes it won't even be a whole lot so like and he likes to give them fun names so Uh, he does love the names he does (laughs) but like so so one is atomic clock as an example um what you got to do is you got to do push-ups and you got to move yourself in a you know semicircle or whatever Mm. and so when you move yourself from like noon if you would imagine you know hands on a clock noon to three cool that's however many push-ups it takes you to do 
you know whether that's two three four whatever it is but then the moment you do that you got to do um, single leg landmine squats so it's kind of just doing a reverse lunge and then kind of knees to the chest and you just got to hammer out 12 of those and then you go back down and you do a clock push-up and you again have to just do it from three to six now and then again you'll do um, rolling squats which is almost like what I call a reverse burpee you just basically go on your back and then roll back up okay, I remember and, and then you those. jump up into the air and then again you'll just do clock push-ups from six to nine and then you'll go back to those single leg landmines and then you'll do those 12 of those and then you'll go do push-ups from nine to twelve and then you'll do your uh your rolling squats or your reverse butt burpees and then that's one round and you got to do three to five of those rounds oh wow so you have to do all that no rest and, and that's kind of what it is so it's very much like a very intense like full body workout no breaks whatever and it's it's but it's it's good. It's good. I say that, <laughs> and I don't really mean it, do I? Would you say that you overdeveloped any... Because I'm imagining that because it is so difficult to hit certain muscle groups without weights, without gym, without equipment, that you would maybe you know, maybe overdevelop your chest because a lot of the things that are happening are going to be different chest movements and variation of push-ups and different things. And yeah, there are some ways to hit the back like he has. But I'm wondering, did you feel like, oh man, I you know I overdeveloped in a certain area, but couldn't hit this area because it just it was just too hard without equipment to hit biceps or shoulders? Do you feel like anything got left behind? Honestly, um, so I think certain areas get targeted better than others, but the way that he programs everything and the way that you have to pass the challenge at the end of the week, you find out very quickly what are the areas of weakness. So one thing that I didn't even ever realize is I have weak 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 shoulders um not mm. that they're prone to injury i just i've never really actually thought about you know working my shoulders a mm. whole lot i very much focus on the arms biceps and triceps and the chest but actually like using and strong shoulders to lift a, a strong amount of weight for, or for a mm. long period of time I, I found out very quickly oh wow that's actually kind of weak actually, um, i actually recently learned as well that your your shoulder actually contains like the most density of mass like mm. you look at it and you're like oh, shoulders aren't I mean, they're big, but they're, right, your biceps, triceps are kind of big. Your chest kind of big. It's actually like the most dense, heaviest muscle you have in your really? body, uh, other than okay. your quads. So yeah. of the upper body, it's like the most mass, or I don't know if it's mass or density that it's the most of. Interesting. But I was like, oh man, I didn't like because I'm like you. I neglected my shoulders for years and years and years and years, yeah. much to my own detriment, to where I ended up having chronic shoulder issues for a while. Yeah. Now it's my favorite thing to work out. Yeah. Because I love when they get big, because then you have the big, you get that kind of wide wide chest and your muscles and then you can see the when you're when like the the lines you can see that go yep. from your bicep once your shoulders get big yeah so i find the shoulder days i i love shoulder days a ton now because yeah. you know knowing that it's like the biggest if i work that area that's going to be a lot of a lot of calories are going to be devoted to maintaining the muscles in my shoulders because it is so dense and and, and so so big so I'm, I'm with you on the shoulders yeah and i i had i had no idea and i think also one thing too is i always thought i was relatively strong in my chest but this like made me realize real fast within week one i have a very weak chest and it made me self-realize like 
I've never really had a very strong chest. And I think it's partially one that mind muscle connection that I, I might've been missing for years, mm. but I think also it's, it's too, uh, just kind of me chalking it up to like, Oh, it's just genetics. That's why I don't have like this huge chest, like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that. Right. Mm. It is comparing myself to other people, um, which is probably not the healthiest thing to do. But again, I'm trying to kind of get an idea and I've never really thought like, Oh, I have a very impressive chest. And I think now it's actually much more, I've, I already visually see like it's, it's a very big deal. And I already know how strong it is. I can do way more push ups than, um, than, and what I already how thought was a good do in one. So I've already, uh, right now. so Jeff has done his, uh, fun little test, um, about like how many push ups can you do, but it's not about hammering them out as much as mm. you can. Right. You have to, yeah, good form. Go, yeah, good form, but he also wants you to go down. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember he did that video. Down. Yeah. So I was curious at the end of this program. So to, to let you and some of your listeners know, like I started at, I think, um, 18 push-ups was kind of my max. And I thought oh, that's actually like a pretty good number, especially when I weighed 195 or maybe 200 at the time that I did the test. So I was like, I, I feel like that's good. Um, and quickly I realized, no, that's, that's probably super weak, actually. And so um, at the end of the program, I was curious to see how many I could do because in one of the days it was like do as many push-ups you could, as you could do and it was kind of like fresh right off the bat and I think I hit 37 or something like that so I, I'd like to guess now I could probably do one or not 140 sorry I could do 40 um, which I think is a pretty good number but again I think that's going at my own pace um, which is probably you know a little bit faster than his test so I chose mm. to do his test and uh, I got 27, which I thought was like also a pretty good number because again, mm. it is about going at yeah. that like one second down, one second up, like hold for the half second at the very top, hold for the half second mm. at the very bottom. So, um, very I, I feel like I gotta try it now. It's fun. It's fun. But again, it's it's all about you know kind of what we were talking earlier to see that difference, right? Like I knew 18 push-ups was really hard for me to do, and then. You know, I worked myself up to where every week I saw myself doing more and more and more and more. Even though I was doing different types of exercises, I could just tell, like, sure, I'm doing maybe a slightly different push-up, but he says it's harder to do this type of a push-up, and now I'm doing 22 of them. Whereas last week, for a regular push-up, maybe I only did 18 or something. So I, w I was seeing that because it was building, all the weeks were really building on top of each other very well, um, to where you could kind of see how well are you doing. Um, and that's what I really liked about this program, surprisingly enough. I mm. thought it was going to just be a, a whole lot of, you know, switching it up every week, you know, and it was going to be really hard to judge. But I definitely feel like I got stronger, especially in my I mean, chest. You're looking, you're looking. Appreciate it. You're looking nice right now, thank dude. You, thank I, you, man. I see, that, I see that tricep even, like, popping out a it little is. bit. Like, it is. And it's, man, I'm, I'm also down. So it, I don't want to say it's all due to the program because, you know, it's it's – it's more about the caloric deficit and, and you know, how, what you're putting into your body. But I'm down from the, the start of the program at 195 to now 187. I want to claim 185, hey. but I, I had a bad way in last week after kind of slipping <laughs> off track. And it said 187, so you know what? I, I need to say 187. But um, Snap, dude. Right so, on, yeah. Right and, and so maybe that's part of the reason why the push-ups got a little bit easier is because, you know, lightening the load. But I think also I'm getting stronger. Um, and so, and yeah, I started halfway through the program. This was kind of the bummer halfway through the program. Um, I started doing progress picks 
And so at the beginning of the week, I would kind of just, you know, take a picture of myself from front, side, and back, not flexing, um, trying to be in the same room, mm -hmm. same light, same position, and see how that works. And honestly, I only did it the last three weeks, but I started to see just a little bit, you know, from that mm -hmm. very, from that first picture that I took to maybe the end of the uh, program or maybe a week after I actually could see a little bit of difference. So it's working. I I'm making do that because I feel like I think I am making progress. But again, when you just look at yourself in the mirror every day, you just don't see that growth. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Where I feel like that's a really important thing. What you're doing is very important, even just for the average person. Like have, you know, every week, every two weeks, take that full, have someone take, you know, because then you really actually see what's happening. Yeah. Whereas, again, if you just look at yourself every day, yep. just, or if you look at a scale, your scale might not really change that much because you're maybe you're gaining muscle or, or whatnot, but actually being able to see that those results over time. I, I think, think I even, I feel like I need to actually be more. That would help me see, not get as discouraged as easily yep. thinking like, man, nothing's really changed. Well, maybe it has changed. Maybe I just, I just haven't seen it. Yeah. I just see myself every day. So yeah. I would never see that. And and I think that's kind of the part, you know, how we were talking about how, like, I sometimes got bored if I was sitting at the desk. And so I had to find different ways to either walk around or be on my bike or um, do the sit-stand desk, right? Like, I, I, I couldn't sit down and just pedal the whole day I, or else I'd get bored and then I wouldn't stick with it. So what I'm, what I'm finding is, you know, like, let's say I step on the scale every Friday and it says the same weight it was last week or maybe it only goes down half a pound or, God forbid, maybe it even goes up. Uh, a pound or something like that um you know there's a small moment of discouragement probably and then you know what it's fine it is what it is then i sit i take some pictures of myself and i say okay cool great and what you're going to do is you're obviously going to compare it to last week which not much is going to happen in a whole week mm -hmm. but maybe you'll look back you know three weeks ago how did i look oh maybe i do see a little bit of a line here maybe my abs do show a little bit more kind of in mm -hmm. this in this picture and you're like okay great and then maybe you throw on some clothes and you're like oh wow actually you know around my arm the, the sleeves a little, a little bit little tighter tight, you know? <laughs> and so again you know maybe out of those three mm. different ways that i'm trying to just you know quickly make sure i'm making progress maybe one of those doesn't go well maybe the scale hates me maybe the picture just doesn't show something that i want but maybe when i throw on some clothes and i try to just pay attention a little bit more maybe i, I feel that progress or maybe i don't you know, feel that progress, but the scale shows me I, I've, I've made mm. some progress. So whatever I can find, you know, as long as I don't fail yeah. all three. <laughs> fail all three, you're like, uh-oh, what's going on doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was, it's... It, was it those two pies I ate <laughs> yesterday? Two whole pies. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, the, the program's been pretty good. It's been pretty interesting, and, and it kept my attention for pretty much the whole time. It, it was good. Okay, so give me your most favorite day that you did on this program? Um, Sorry, I didn't prep you with this question beforehand. Oh, yeah, I know. Gosh. No, actually, I, I have that. Um, I think, one, I really like it because of this, um, the name. Um, he always has the name. He, he does. But then the name gets you. <laughs> make and make me roll my eyes. And then, and then it's it's fun. fun. <laughs> uh, he calls it the lactic acid challenge. And, and the, the thumbnail is all like, you know, 70s, you know, vibrant colors, all about, you know, tripping on acid or something like that. <laughs> but it's, it's I funny. I feel like he must have Jesse come up with some of this stuff. Oh, for sure. Because I don't think he's – he's creative. I don't think he's – I think Je – Jesse's more, I think, on the creative side. He probably comes up with some of this stuff. He could. He would. He would be the one to come up with something like that. Maybe. 
but it's it was so this one was really cool and I, and I think this actually might have been like a pivotal moment uh, moment of just like learning for me just in general not so much about this program but um, what it is is it's it's four combo exercises so every combo is a something that's um, very isometric so you're gonna build up that lactic acid and then you're gonna go straight into like some type of push-up or some type of um, squat or something like that so something dynamic Right. So you, you, you start with uh, some uh, door door jammers where you go just in between the door jam and you just push as hard as you can with uh, with like your, your delts um, against the door jammers and you got to hold it for one minute. Dang. And then and then you got to go in and you got to do what are called pike push ups. So you kind of just yeah, stick your button there. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's very much working your shoulder and you got to do that to failure. And then Did you ever get to the point where you do you were doing handstand you do so at the, you, at the, the last the last two weeks you go into handstand against the wall um and and he even prefaces it just like i don't care if you nail out one it just you did one great and we'll come back to it next week um and so yeah i did two um and then the final challenge you actually have to do um what is it 13 of them Oh, not wow. you can do them unbroken so if you got it if you can only do two because you're so tired you can take a breath and then come back to it um and then you know and maybe handle out hand out four but like until you get to 13 as your as when you add up all those totals so you had to do 13 i feel like if there's one muscle group that is really easy to overload mm-hmm. without equipment it's your shoulders because you can do all the the pike push-up variations and yep. then the handstand like you can really overload a lot you can that whereas you can't overload as much with squats or with you know even chest really yeah without doing a ton of volume yeah but shoulders you can you can bust them out big because yeah. they don't need a lot of weight to to get to Mm-mm. get fired up yeah yeah and so it's it's good but that's that's how you start and then you just go straight into some wall sits and you got to hold it for a minute and then you got to start doing split uh squat jumps to failure and then yeah yeah and then you got to go and so you love that day i liked this day because you you look at it because you're like okay i gotta do you know the door the door jump door excuse me door jammers door the door jammers the pike push-ups the wall sits to the split squat jumps to a hover hold push-up and then you got to do clapping plyo push-ups and then again you got to do the back widows where you 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 Mm. push very hard and then you got to do a thumbs up push-up which i thought was a really cool exercise have you seen the thumbs up push-up I feel like I had to do it once in one of his programs. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. If, you, if your listeners ever want to do it, it's so imagine putting yourself in a push-up position, but now go all the way down to the ground. And then basically um, put your, your hands up towards almost like a Y and stick your thumbs into the air. So basically the back of your fist is kind of making contact with the ground. Mm-hmm. And you have to – it's the weirdest sensation, so like you definitely want to practice it, but – you, you squeeze your lats in order to just put yourself up. And again, like the only, oh, wow. yeah. And it's, it's super weird because again, you're, you're pushing through your hands, you're squeezing your lats to lift up yourself up the ground. You're doing a push up right now and somehow working your back. It's, wow. it's again, he, he's, he's that master of like, you know, physiology yeah. and kinesiology and, and, uh, you know, the physical therapist, he just, he really knows like what you can do at a mechanical disadvantage to work this muscle or a mechanical advantage to do that muscle and it's it's really weird but that's just man you're getting on this you're selling me on this program here because i do feel like you do have better gains when you get that connection 
Yeah. And you get that good squeeze, a good mind muscle connection. And this and really helped I'm, me. I'm seeing the gains, and I'm seeing that maybe, maybe that mind muscle connection. Maybe you don't need a lot of weight. If you're no. getting a good mind muscle connection, and you're getting a good squeeze, and you're really triggering that muscle to, to contract, and mentally, you know, feeling it and doing it. I mean, maybe that you don't need a lot of weight in that, in that you, case. You don't, and you'll find that you're a lot, we- a lot weaker. <laughs> it's not a good feeling, but it's a humbling feeling because it was the same thing with my chest, right? I thought I was super strong with my chest, and I find out like when I'm bench pressing. I honestly think for like the first five years, maybe six years I was lifting weights, I wasn't using my chest like maybe 10%. Like it's just probably nothing. It was all shoulder. It was all because, again, I I never had, you know, a physical trainer from the very beginning. I had, you know, Coach Grush just kind of tell us how to do a bench press. But it wasn't so much about technique and him watching because he's got to watch, you know, 40 other kids at the same time. But it wasn't so much about me learning perfect technique. And I didn't read like bodybuilder magazines back in the day. You know, YouTube wasn't a thing <laughs> when I was in school. Um, so like it, it very much was just I saw people bench press. And so then I just emulated it, just copied it. Mm. And I never really understood what a mind muscle connection was or even really how powerful that is. And I'm very big on technique. And so like for me to not know about mind muscle connection, I'm like really bummed out because... I, I know I've been lifting wrong for years and you probably looked at my technique and it was probably just fine, but it's because I was sneaking in maybe some extra shoulder action or sneaking in maybe some extra biceps when that's not the exercise or the muscle I was really trying to work. So I had to really pay attention with everyone to just, Hey, don't let, don't let that other muscle get involved. Like don't cheat it, you know, just make sure this is perfect technique um, and use only the muscle that you're trying to fire right now. And mm. it's, um, but yeah, that's, that's all four combos. And then guess what? You got to repeat that twice. Nice. And so you have to do, and so of course it's, it's that, that challenge. And so what you got to do is you got to, you have to count every rep. And so I have a whiteboard right next to my workout area. So as soon as I was done with like, so like I did the, the door jammer, right. And then I have to go straight into a pike push up. So if I do three, five, 10, 20, like whatever it is, I just write that number down and then I go straight into my, uh, the leg, the wall squat. And then I just got to say, okay, how many split squat jumps can I do? And then again, I just write that number down. And so you add all that up. And then, um, I was just looking at it. So in order to do pro, which is what he says, you can move on to the next week. You have to do somewhere between 71 and 90 reps. And I was like, okay, that doesn't sound so bad. But it also does sound horrible when you you just think about like everything that you have to do, like mm. to to do one push up after you've been holding yourself at that you know push up position, yeah, all the way down. You're like, how am I going to hammer out one push up? I've already been holding myself up for a minute. Just yeah, in that, he has, he has that some stuff like that in max size as well. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of hypertrophy there where you do holds for a minute and then you got to bust out some and then hold again for like thirty seconds. Yeah, and bust out some. And it's it was brutal. I looked at it and I was like, this, this looks insanely challenging, but kind of fun, but like, there's no way like I, and so I, I broke down the math to just say, okay, out of every exercise, if I wanted to hit 71, what would I have to do uh, of each one? And, and that was kind of like my number and just each row. And, and so obviously like the first round I knew I was going to be in the most 
peak position. So like if I needed to do 10, 10, 10, I would say, okay, the first one I'm probably going to try to do 12 and then the next one I'll do 10 and the next one I'll do eight. Right. Cause I'm probably going to get a little bit weaker. I'm going to try to hit 12 every freaking time. Or if I hit 16, I'm going to hit 16. Like that's great. Um, and, uh, so again, I'm, I'm trying to hit this range between 71 and 90. I finished at the end of the day with 101. So I looked at this exercise. Yeah. And Beautiful. I was, and, and that, that's why I was saying, I was just like, Man. it's, it was super pivotal because I think it mattered so much to me to just see something that just says, yeah, this is impossible. Like if you could do one rep, you, you should be happy and proud about that. And, um, because I like exceeded my goal just by trying to push myself, it was, it was crazy. And so I was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Like, let's go. And, and then of course I hit next week's challenge, which was like complete BS. And <laughs> I looked at the forums and this is, this is the challenge that like people who have completed all of Jeff's programs, like complain about this one. It's just, oh, it's, really? it's insanely hard. So it's, it's called the man of steel challenge. And, oh, and you look at it and you're like, okay, like this looks tough, but it's, it's not horrible, but it is kind of horrible. I mean, everything's horrible. It's all super challenging. But uh, it, it's again, it's it's just working out, no rest whatsoever. So you got to do ten mountain mules, and then you got to go into thirty seconds of mountain climbers, and then you got to do uh, a one-legged dive bomber, and then move into um, three-point burpees for thirty seconds, and then you got to do thumb push-ups for for ten, and then you got to do a plank walk-up for thirty seconds. So again, you're kind of finding like you got to do a certain amount of reps, and then you got to hold something for thirty seconds. Certain amount of reps hold something for 30 seconds and you just got to go through and you're like, okay, I, I could probably do it. Cause again, you're bouncing around. You're going to maybe work your tricep, but then the next exercise is going to be a leg exercise or maybe the next exercise. And I found my legs were just getting fried. And the very last combo is just straight legs. And you're, you're just sitting there going, this is, you're going to die. And, uh, all you get to do is rest 30 seconds. And then now you have to repeat that whole thing. And so you have to keep repeating that for pro six or seven rounds wow and if you fail any one of like let's say you fail that thing that you're holding for 30 seconds Mm -hmm. that's okay you uh rest 30 seconds and then you move into the next thing that you're supposed to do reps on or let let's say you're 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 you're, you need to do 12 push-ups and you only can hammer out six that's fine rest 30 seconds and then go ahead and move on to that next exercise the challenge is, is if you fail two of those things where you need to hold it for 30 seconds, you're done. Or if you fail any of those t- uh, things that you have to do reps on, if you have to fail two of those, you're done. But I might just fail on purpose just so I'm like, oh, I'm thinking I'm done. Rest 30 <laughs> seconds, yeah. But like, but you're trying to hit that six or seven rounds, and it was so funny because you know how you watch the video of the challenge. <laughs> His guest star was like winded after just uh doing one round and um and you're and you're just looking at this and he looks fit this guy and you're just you're like i have to do six to seven of these and And this dude's already like conked out yeah yeah and and that's how exactly what was with me so so like if you can imagine yourself i kind of you know tried to cheat but in a in a way to where i could do as many rounds as possible because i knew i wasn't going to hit six or seven but i also didn't want to work out for eight minutes because that's all I could last. Um, so like, let's say if, if you were going to do a, a wall squat and then go into a split squat. So I would, 
you're supposed to go straight into it. And what I would do is I'd probably get up, like shake it out. Mm. And then within five seconds, I'd go into my next one. So I, I wouldn't give, give myself a, a rest. Of, I feel like that's sort of a natural, you're always going to have a little bit of those breaks just because I think you should just, just even the time to transition takes yeah. about five seconds. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And so, but you have to think, so maybe I'm getting like a 10 second break in between each thing. Right. Cause like, let's say your natural, if you were to just immediately go into something, it's going to take you five seconds. If I take maybe an extra five seconds, it is, it is, you know, an extra rest and I'm not technically supposed to do it. But again, I, by doing that, I think where I was probably going to fail is probably like the second round. Um, but now with this one, I think I got up to the fifth round. Um, I think I failed at the very beginning of the fifth round. So like I didn't get very deep, but I think that's a better workout if you just take an extra five seconds to go a little bit further in my mind. Mm. Um, uh, maybe someone's going to disagree with me on that. That's fine. Maybe it's probably Jeff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Actually, that's a good question, but it's tough, man. And, uh, but everybody acknowledged it's, it's one of the tougher challenges that he's ever created. Um, and it's a beast. And I felt like I was just so done by the end of it. But I think honestly, it might be a challenge. I want to come back to Ooh, it and see. Alan, see, he I, likes the tough stuff. We remember in that first podcast we heard about, we heard about Mr. Allen. He he's he's a tough he's a tough cat. He <laughs> likes the challenge, so not surprising you'd be going after that one again. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was good, and then um, and then the last challenge was interesting. So um, it's it's called Zero Dark Thirteen. You know, kind of a yeah. I know it's it's a playoff of Zero Dark Thirty. <laughs> I love the names, man. I know, I know. I love them. So, but but he's got it's it's kind of the same thing where it's like a combo, and you do two exercises that are around like the same type of muscle, but like. What it is is one is easier, I'll say, uh, and then one is more challenging. Um, so, like, let's say you'll do uh, a cobra push-up, yeah, and then you got to do thirty of those cobra push-ups. And again, you just do as many as you can. If you got to do twelve, cool, great, you do twelve, and then you take as long of a break as you need to. If you hammer out ten, cool, hammer out ten, take as long of a break as you need, and then you can hammer out your final eight, and you've hit your 30, right? And then you can go into the next exercise, which you only have to do 13 reps. So you do 30 reps, 13 reps, 30 reps, 13 reps. But again, those 13 reps are going to be on an exercise that's um, more challenging. So before you were doing Cobra push-ups, now you're doing the the power plank-ups. So you put yourself in a plank position, and you push off your forearms, and you got to mm. catch yourself, and then come back down. So it's, it's something like that. And it's uh, you got to do, let's see, one, two, three, four, five five of those and you got to do it in a certain amount of time and this is this is the one i was telling you about like it, your very first thing is you have to do cross knee plank push-ups and you got to just do a regular push-up but as you're uh coming down you got to put one knee to your your opposite elbow mm. and then you got to again come back up into the normal push-up position and then again as you come back down your next knee over to the other that counts as one rep you gotta you gotta do thirty of those. So thirty of those. Yeah, you basically have to do sixty push ups. Sixty push ups. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So you gotta do that, but then also once you're done with that, you gotta do the Spider Man plyo push ups, which again you gotta do thirteen of them. And so it's basically just imagine like a Spider Man push up. So you your knee push comes yourself. up to your elbow, like your your same side elbow. Same side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. you're doing a plyo, so you gotta get off the ground. Oh, with in the Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that takes some strength. It's it's tough, but you you look at it and it was so funny because my wife was in the same room and uh, I was just halfway through the cross knee plank push ups. No, no, halfway through the Spider Man plyo push ups. I just remember 
swearing up and just saying this is effing impossible and this is this is bs and um and I, but i still continued because again it was, it was i think it really helped doing that lactic acid challenge and just looking at something saying there's no way i can effing do this and doing it and actually doing it better than you were even expecting to and so i kept doing it uh kept pushing through and honestly I was, I was staying mentally tough and I, I started to do better. So if you budget out your time, you're supposed to finish in like 15 minutes or 13 minutes, something like that. And if you budget basically every exercise, you got to hammer out within uh, a minute 30. I think it's like a minute 25 is really realistically what you're shooting for. So, but obviously it's, it's kind of not a perfect system because some of the things you're doing 30 sets and some of the things you're 30 reps and other things you're trying to do only 13, right? So it's, it's a little bit challenging to kind of just say, well, everything needs to be done in a minute 25. Um, but like the very first two exercises, they took me, I think it was like four, four and a half minutes or something like that. And I was just like, there's, there's no way this is going to take me 30 minutes. I'm going to be athlete basic. And it's just, it's miserable. But the rest of the workout, I just kept pushing it as hard as I could. And I started to do things within a minute do things maybe in 50 seconds some of these exercises because they're a little bit harder and then i got down to the, the last two and the last two are, are burpees 30 of them and then you got to do uh skier single leg burpees and um i'd never done the skier single leg burpees and, and i honestly should have practiced maybe the day before not to pre-exhaust myself but like how you go into it because it took me maybe six or seven reps and for me to actually feel like the fluidity of the movement and uh and, and i was then able to hammer them out faster so i was exhausted but the first six were so hard for me to do because i was one exhausted but also not doing it in a very fluid and efficient manner um but then the last like six or seven i could actually hammer out and i i did really pretty well but um it was a beast of a workout. I didn't get the time that I wanted, but you know what? I did it, and I finished the program. So that's more than a lot of people can say. More Very than I true. could say for the I, athlete, I, too. I imagine a lot of people started that program but probably didn't finish it. Maybe. So. It's tough. If, if you're one of those people, just, again, give it a shot. And, and, and the cool part is, too, is is maybe let's say this program sounds interesting to you, but maybe you're you're kind of at a, a higher um, body fat percentage or maybe you're not athletic enough. Maybe some of those things sound impossible. So it's, it's really cool when you start the program. He'll ask you to do four exercises or he'll ask you to do eight exercises, just depending on what you want to commit to. And so um, what he'll say is, okay, can just do as many push-ups as you can right now. Do as many pull-ups as you can do right now. How long does it take you to run a mile? Um, so I'll ask you those questions. And like, let's say you're you're maybe not as athletically so talented. There was technically some equipment involved. Pull-up bar. Um, so this is kind of like more of a test thing. So how you would test for that pull-up? I guess you'd have to have a gym or you'd have to have a pull-up bar. So this is all before the program gets started. Oh, this okay. is gotcha, this is gotcha. day zero. And so, um, Just to see where you're at, if you yeah, can, which one you're going to do exactly, how many exercises you're going to commit to exactly. And so, and so, let's say you, you say, you know, I want to take the full test, I have time, so I'm going to do all eight exercises. And then, so you do all eight of the exercises, and and you say, you know, I did this many or that many or, or whatever. And like, let's say again, maybe you're a higher body fat percentage, maybe you're not in the best shape of your life as, as you want right now um he has it to where you can actually tailor down the program so there's there's kind of his standard um zero program but then he has a what is it a negative one or a, a one degree or a two degree and so basically what that means is it's 
I don't want to say it's remedial, but if it's it's an easier uh, mm. version of the program. And so what it is is technically kind of three programs in one because what you can do is you can do the negative two degree, and it's a four-week program, and you work out three days a week. You have four days off, three days a week, four days off, and then at the end of the fourth week, you have a test. And if you can pass that test, you can go on to the negative one um, degree. And again, this mm. is all in theory before... This is like all before so day one of the program. Of, okay, so you can sort of it can be more than a six week program though. It can like if you're more of a beginner. If if you are one, negative two, negative one. Yeah. And then and that could make it as much as like two months. Two, yeah. Two months. So like let's say you're sitting at thirty five percent body fat right now, and you're kind of like, oh, I want to get into something, um, but you know maybe lifting weights is actually probably not the best thing for you, right? Like maybe mm. you know doing kind of some plyo box jumps is probably gonna be some way that you're actually gonna get injured. Um, oh yeah, you know, definitely. this might actually be a program that might be really great to start because you don't have to get a gym membership. You don't have to buy any special equipment and whether you can do one push up or you can do 50 push up, like this, this, this is a good program for you because it can tailor it down to just say, okay, you're going to start with doing five push ups, working three days a week. Um, and then it's a four week program and then you can go on to the, the negative one degree. And then once you graduate that negative one degree, now you can do the athlean zero. Thank you for listening to part one of my conversation with Alan for my series called Gym Junkies. Part two of our conversation will be coming out on Monday. Fridays are my sports podcast day, so you'll have to wait till Monday to hear part two. In part two of our conversation, we go into more of the mind-muscle connection aspect of training. We also talk about Alan and how he does his own workout programs and what he likes to implement in those and how he likes to plan those. We touch on his supplement regimen, his nutrition regimen, and just kind of get more into those dirty details. So stay tuned for Monday for part two. Thanks for listening. <laughs>